Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord, that we may see the wonders of your word. Amen. Today we are in 2nd Chronicles chapter 15, where we see the reforms of Asa, the king of Judah. I would like to title this chapter as Empower, Edify and Encourage. There are two prominent men in this chapter. One is the prophet Azariah and the other is King Asa. We learned quite a few things from both of these men. Before that, consider this. Scenario 1. You are a Christian and you sometimes wonder, is it really worth to be a Christian, to be struggling for the Lord in this perverse and evil world while everybody else seems to be enjoying their lives? Scenario 2. You are a minister for the Lord in this world and you have been toiling long and hard for his kingdom among the people. But then you do not see proper fruits of your ministry or proper results of your ministry. Have you ever been in scenario 1 or in scenario 2? It is perfectly possible because Satan, the enemy of God's people, brings and plants doubts in the minds of the believers hoping that somehow that they will renounce God or somehow stop seeking God. When I was meditating on this chapter, I could relate myself with both of these men, Prophet Azariah and King Asa. So let's dwell into both these characters. We read of this Prophet Azariah in only this chapter in the entire Bible. He comes, he delivers a message from the Lord and then he disappears, just like a flash of lightning. But then, what a glorious message that is. Azariah means whom God helps. And he brought in a timely message of help that will empower, edify and encourage King Asa. In the previous chapter, we saw how King Asa came to power and removed all the foreign altars and the high places and tore down the sacred pillars and cut down the Asherah poles and commanded Judah to seek the Lord God. Later, he strengthened the army according to the word of the Lord and then went on to lead the nation in a mighty victory against a huge army, a million strong Ethiopian army and carried the spoils of the war back into Judah. And this is when Azariah the prophet meets Asa. Verse 1 beautifully says, Now the Spirit of God came upon Azariah and he went out. So our spiritual endeavors for his kingdom should be because the spirit is leading us and we go out. It should not be on our own strength. It should not be because we are very vocal or it should not be that we have so many talents but rather it should be because of the prompting of the Holy Spirit. We should constantly have this attitude of gratitude that he chose us jars of clay to be used for his glory. If we have this humble attitude, God can and will use us mightily for his kingdom. And also notice, Azariah was used only for this one instance. So no matter whether your task is too high or too small, it doesn't matter in the eyes of the Lord. All that it matters is that whether you are obedient to the Spirit. The message that Azariah the prophet carried was very simple. He says in verse 2, The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. 
Isra the Chronicler brings again and again the seeking of the Lord as we have been seeing for a few chapters now and Ezra promptly writes this message by Azariah the prophet to retrade this fact to the exiles returning back from Babylon even as they were coming out of the victory over the Ethiopian 1 million strong army king Asa and all Judah and Benjamin had to learn that seeking the lord should be the distinctive feature of god's people to be with the lord is life to drift away from the lord was death this verse 2 also tells an important fact about azariah the prophet that is azariah the prophet knew the characteristic of god that if you seek him he will be found by you and if you are with him he will be with you and he continues from verse 3 to 7 saying the history of israel how it had been without the true god it had a form of godliness but had wandered away from the truth this is the same of some of the believers and churches today as well many of our churches have a form of godliness but are not teaching the people the whole word of god so azariah the prophet had studied and knew the history of israel thoroughly so he must have spent diligent hours reading the law of the lord and hearing god's word through the book of the law a prophet not only prophesies about the future a prophet essentially speaks from the god's word all says in first corinthians chapter 14 pursue love and desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy in the corinthian church as in the churches of today there was an overemphasis on the speaking of tongues and a negligence on prophecy for he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men but to god for no one understands him but he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men so that's the reason i titled this chapter empower edify and encourage god is calling you out to be a prophet to empower to edify to encourage the body of christ to empower is to strengthen up or build up a person to edify is to exhort in the moral standards of the lord to encourage is to comfort or console someone so that they are encouraged to carry on the burden and walk in the way of the lord coming back to second chronicles 15 king asa and juda and benjamin's question on their minds would have been we did all those reforms we tore down everything for the lord and if we were right in the sight of the lord why did the ethiopians attack us why did god let such a bad thing happen to us even though we had won it but why bring it in front of us in the first place so this is referring to the two scenarios i spoke about in the very beginning if i am a christian walking in the ways of the lord why am i dealt with bad things happening in my life does my spiritual life make any difference at all from the rest of the people whom seem to be enjoying or as in the second scenario as a minister of god i'm not getting the results that i want am i doing something wrong or am i doing something worthless this is where azariah the prophet comes and fills the gap 
he empowers he edifies and encourages king esa to be strong and to continue the reforms in verse 7 and esa took this message to his heart and he did exactly that with wonderful results in verse 8 we see he removed all the idols from the land in verse 16 we see he even removed maka the mother of esa the king from being queen mother because she made an obscene image of ashara king esa in verse 18 restored all the things of the house of the lord king esa in verse 10 gathered all the people together at jerusalem for worship of the lord next we read they all entered into a covenant a lasting ordinance with the lord god of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul he made all of them be proud of being the child of god by taking an oath before the lord and all juda rejoiced at the oath so diligent was esa in his reforms that whoever did not seek the lord was to be put to death and since they all sought the lord with all their soul god was found by them and what did he do the lord gave them rest all around this happened during the 15th year of king esa and until the 35th year they had rest when the nation humbled themselves and sought the lord they had peace for 20 years so this is the legacy of azariah the prophet he empowered edified and encouraged a king and thereby changing a whole nation and bringing them a peace that was to last 20 years so this is what prophecy does it gives strength courage and conviction it encourages the people of god to pursue god with all their heart and all their soul prophesying brings about results we could have never even imagined or dreamed of when we opened our mouths in the first place so take a stand go ahead and if the holy spirit is prompting you prophesy encourage others around you by speaking god's word to them and watch how if they heed to god's word that he will be acting on their behalf and bring glory to his name which will be a lasting legacy for you as well may god bless these words amen